Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. We're still here uh, on My Talk 1071, the Colleen and Bradley Show. <laughs> My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer. And yeah, Hi. we are still here. We are here live. This Doing is the not, thing. Not Memorex. And so if you are out of your, your routine and maybe, uh, you know, buzzing about and you've just flipped us on and you're like, oh, yeah, I like to listen to these folks. Or maybe a friend of yours at work, you like to talk about what's being talked about on the Colleen and Bradley show and they don't know that we're still here. Uh, remind them we can go anywhere with you just because you're not at your office, yeah. just because you're not in your car. It don't mean you can't listen to the Colleen and Bradley show. Anywhere you got an Internet connection, you got Colleen and Bradley mm-hmm. phone, TV. Uh, smartwatch, I'm sorry, whatever. What? Uh, we're on TV? No, you could do the TV if you've got you Apple could. TV or a smart TV that plays um, any, you know, whether it's podcast or can live stream from an internet connection, well, you can listen to us. It's going to be a smart TV when it's the Colleen Bradley well, Show. It might be a little it's dumb. Smart ass TV. That's true. Um, also, <laughs> uh, reminding you that you can enable the My Talk 1071 app in your Alexa app. Sorry, E A L E X A. Uh, and then she'll she'll let you listen to us too. So we're with you still, and we want to keep you company because it makes us feel good to know that you're uh, out there, and we can all kind of ride this thing through together. Uh, now, all three of us independently, without knowing, uh, read the same article in the New York Times because we're smart. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, the name. No, of the- I mean, we're all going yeah. to the same places, and it didn't surprise me no, that we would true. all land in the same uh, space. But this article was right up our alley because it's in our wheelhouse. the The title is "Celebrity Culture Is Burning." Um, and it's basically about what this pandemic is doing to celebrity culture. Now, the the line that stood out to me in the place where I want to kind of get like jump off, because to me, this said everything about what we've been trying maybe to articulate, but haven't really gotten all the way to the nut of this. This line comes straight from the article. One of the ironies of this moment is that though we feel less like stars than ever, they, meaning the stars, seem to feel more like us or at least what they think it must feel like to be us. And that's kind of what you're seeing through the social media posts. Like when Gal Gadot has all the celebrities singing Imagine uh, on Instagram and stitching it together and putting it out there. Um, there, I feel more separated from the celebrities than ever. Well, it just it creates more opportunities for the celebrities to seem tone deaf and completely unrelatable. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing we have about so it's a very fickle relationship that we have with celebrities, because on the one hand, we want them to be just like us. But on the other hand, we want them to engage in all of the celebrity because that's what we're fascinated by. I mean, if they just walked around and we poke fun oftentimes at celebrities um, for just pretending that they're just like us, like we get it, but at the same time, we want to be lied to. And so when celebrities run afoul of that, um, it just becomes ever more apparent. And in this moment, those things are happening because Mm -hmm. there's so much at stake and cameras are all turning 
inward. Right. Right? Like, normally the way, the, the compact we have with celebrities is, you know, through their job. They go to work, you know, they play a character, they do a role, we identify with that. They are also playing the role of, like, a celebrity. Mm-hmm. But in this moment, we're actually seeing behind the scenes in a way that belies what that character really is. Mm-hmm. Right? And yeah. so when you post, like Jennifer Lopez does that post um, of, is it her son? Yeah. Um, of the kid in front of the you know house. Yep. And it says, we can't go to any restaurants or anything, but the service and entertainment here is pretty good. And it's like this kid on a hover round in a like beyond well manicured, like parasite the movie home um, fancy experience like it just becomes that much more realistic to us that these people live on a completely different planet right this is like definitely the separation between the haves and the have-nots absolutely and not only that but you know like you know i'm thinking of specifically the way ellen degeneres is uh relating to us from her home gym um you know, I don't know about you. I don't have a home gym. Um, and certainly like I had, I have exercise equipment like tucked in nooks and crannies in my house, Yeah, but it's not like a whole separate yeah. room that looks like a lifetime. Exactly. Right. So, um, it's not like the basement, like, like, uh, Barbara Streisand's mall in her home. Right. Exactly. Or like the Starbucks that she has. Yeah. Um, you know, the other, the only other like way, I, do you remember when Twitter came on the scene and it one of the things that was fascinating about Twitter specifically was that you could follow a celebrity and they would talk to you. Yeah. Meaning they weren't exactly talking to you, but you felt like you were having a more intimate conversation with them because whatever they tweeted out. And I know it sounds so ridiculous to say that now, right? Because Twitter is so ubiquitous and everybody is, you know, we understand what the what the living, breathing Twitter thing is yeah um but but when it first came on the scene i remember that being the part that mesmerized me was it was like unvarnished celebrities Mm -hmm. communicating directly with their fans and but but even that was still i'm realizing now was still well i mean i think i realized then was still sort of a polished version of them that i'm just gonna be blunt that was a lie it took us a while to realize the lie and now in this moment we are at a point in social media where we are so supremely aware of the lies that are happening now some of those lies we're willing to take and enjoy like the characters that people put on social media when jennifer garner does her little cute things at her house we're all like oh it's adorable mm-hmm. um but when it's uh you know ashton kutcher being like hey give me your number and i'll text you we're like yeah no you're not actually doing that we're we're not dumb right um and I, we've just become savvier and i think it also in moments like these just makes you know it makes it so much more obvious it's so obvious that that these people are completely separated from the lives that most of us are living, which that's a whole separate conversation. I did want to just give you a quick little uh, another piece from that article that we're referencing in the New York Times art section. Um, and we can post this online. Um, it says among the social and this kind of just talks about the, the whole impact on cult, uh, the cult of celebrity among the social impacts of the coronavirus is its swift dismantling of the cult of celebrity. The famous are ambassadors of the meritocracy. Mm -hmm. They represent the American pursuit of wealth through talent, charm, and hard work. 
But the dream of class mobility dissipates when society locks down, the economy stalls, the death count mounts, and everyone's future is frozen inside their own crowded apartment or palatial mansion. Mm -hmm. The difference between these two has never been, wait for it, Mm -hmm. more obvious. It's so so obvious. obvious. It's a great read. And I think for those of us who who think a lot about pop culture and celebrity, it it kind of, you know, it, what what I wonder is beyond this moment, what it does to celebrity going forward. I, this is, okay, this is the thing that I keep on, uh, I agree with that so hardcore, Bradley, and this is the thing I keep saying, which is we are all aware right now that we are in the midst of history being made, right? So, like, this is history in the making. Yeah. But the thing I keep, being curious about is how is history going to make us meaning who do we become as a culture uh after post covid-19 pandemic yeah and what carries through and i do wonder if there is going to be a piece of kind of the emperor has no clothes when it comes to our celebrity culture and the realization that all the things that we have built this you know um, Hollywood entertainment industry around is going to crumble pretty darn quick, right? As we start to see what's actually going on. I think very likely it's going to speed up the evolution of how we appreciate celebrity and it's going to become much more personal and intimate in a way, whether it's more transparent or real, that's a whole separate thing. But I think that the way celebrity will be media, this is like I'm going to use a $10 word, but it'll be mediated through less does that make sense so like you will not have as many gatekeepers between the celebrity and the audience because we just unless it's you know like a tv show there's still going to be tv shows right right but the way we interact with celebrities i don't know that there's going to be as many layers between celebrities and their audience and there's this piece of me that really hopes that's the case right because i think it pushes everybody to be more um true to yeah. Their morals. Exactly. Right. Or just true to who they are. Right. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, good talk, you guys. Um, speaking talk. of fake celebrities, <laughs> speaking of celebrities in publationships, what's a publationship? A relationship for publicity. We've got some Shamila news. What's Shamila? Shamazel, Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated. It's a Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. We're going to talk about them after this on My Talk 1071. Well, you know, on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. You know that we are uh, always in our fitted tinfoil hats. Hi. And one of the things that we love to talk about is a publationship. What is a publationship? A publationship, Colleen, thank you for asking, is what is uh, scientifically referred to as a relationship <laughs> for the purposes of publicity. That sounded super smart. Yes. Um, one of the publationships that we have focused on in the past is Shamila. What's a Shamila? Shamila, thank you for asking, Colleen. Shamila is the combination of a Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. And they are thrusting themselves back into our faces. And into each other. Yeah. No. So the um, isolation moment we're all having, the quarantining of uh, the world, 
has had little to no effect on the pushing of a narrative. And the narrative is this publicationship, Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. Now, I've seen actually um, a story from earlier this week or over the weekend, Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello are quarantined at her parents' house. And we talked about this, actually. Um, yeah. But a listener asked a very important question. And I thought we could address it. The listener asked if, does this mean because they're like quarantining together that perhaps they're real? Dun, dun, dun. And we have an. Thank you, Holly. I appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate the truth speaking in mm-hmm. that statement. Here's the thing. I bet a lot of people are like, well, if Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello are out there um, quarantining together, their relationship must be real. It must not be a publicationship. Oh, contraire, mon frere. Eh. There is a way where. Um, well, anyway, should we? Answer this lovely listener's question. Where should we start, Colleen? I feel like it's so obvious. I know. That these two are still in a publationship and nothing has changed. But for the listener. let's Actually, I feel like it's more obvious than ever. And here's why. Uh, so first of all, we have to define, again, what a publationship is. And then we're going to get into like the deeper definition of it. Okay. As defined by us. And. For the record, we have spent a lot of time doing this and talking about you it. Have so no idea. <laughs> you should really just believe us. That's all you need to know. Um, okay, so a publicationship is a thing. It doesn't mean that a publicationship that is a relationship for publicity, that doesn't mean that the two people involved don't have a connection. Right. There have been publicationships that are perfectly legitimate marriages. All it all, all we mean when we say publicationship, there are varieties within the publicationship, yeah. like umbrella. Yeah. But all we're saying is this is two celebrities who are leveraging the relationship, whether it is real or imagined or, you know, for the purposes simply of publicity. They are leveraging that relationship in order to get attention. So what we don't know, we don't know to what level they're publicationship you know obviously they have a relationship whether that means that they are uh very good acquaintances and their um their uh publicists put them together or whether they have a long-standing friendship and that is what they're leveraging in order to pretend that they're in a romantic relationship or maybe they actually are in an actual romantic so, relationship. Yeah, so think of like, for example, Rock Hudson. Um, you know, he was married, but uh, his bride Phyllis, I mean, she might not have known what was going on, but that was a fake marriage. Right. Like that was where one party was like, um, I cannot let the truth out. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. In Hollywood. And and to be fair, to be clear also, this is not necessarily just men who are gay who don't want that to be known. Right. That, that was a thing, right? There are several instances throughout history, but there are also publicationships. That is, there are also marriages that were created by movie studios going all the way back to the silent film era. Right. So this is not something new. Right. It, it takes a different form in 2020. And one of those forms is the Camilla Cabello. So back to them, Colleen, what do you say to the listener who says... Well, I mean, they're quarantining together, so that must mean they're real, right? No, and so what I would say to that is, no, actually, it doesn't necessarily mean they're real. What it means is they have made an agreement that they are going to quarantine together. Yeah. Um, and I would actually say that that proves the publationship even further, because what it says to me is it is more important for them to be together, to get out stories about them together, yeah. than it is for them to just kind of kick it and stay at home. Yeah, like they both have families, right? Right. They both have people they care about, right? Right. In this moment, they're choosing to quarantine together. Again, sure, I guess there's an alternate universe where they are madly, truly, deeply in love and all of these coincidences, we have. We don't have enough time to explain them all to you, but that all these coincidences um, just happen to be that coincidences. Right. Um, and they're madly, deeply in love and didn't want to spend any time apart, but... I just think all this tells us, to your point, is that they made a decision to quarantine together so that during this time, all of the publicity would be about them together. And by the way, we have uh, lots of evidence about it. In fact, there was a whole headline yesterday from Elle where they are literally recreating their first walk kiss in quarantine. Oh, my gosh. So, like... It's so obvious. It is so obvious. Right? Like they're there holding their coffee, walking around in their disheveled clothes because they're just like us. From, by the way, I'm sure they're locked down high level security. Yeah, very large home. home. Um, But, you know, there they are, just the two of them just hanging out. Like what other celebrities are we talking about doing this? Nobody. Yeah. And I think that's, again. Nobody that's not doing the publicationship thing. And so uh, to my earlier thesis, which I will now restate, um, to me, this just proves even more that there there is an they see an opportunity in this. Um, And so they and, and to what extent they actually are in a relationship. I don't know that we will ever really know. And that's fine. The point is that they have placed the stories about them together above all else at this time. Also, it's not a judgment about what they're actually doing, because I know a lot of times people be like, I hate them. They're in a publicationship. We don't have to hate them. You can right. actually love what they do for a living. Um, like, I don't mind Sean Mendes taking a shirt off and singing to me. Um, I know those two things don't always have to happen, but I just enjoy when they do. So you may think the same about Camila Cabello, or you may just love them as artists. That's fine. But you can still admit that they are totally leveraging their public relationship for 
publicity. They are using them being in love as a moneymaker. And honestly, like, yeah, I mean, I guess I don't even really have a judgment. All we're saying is know what is being sold. Yeah, we to you. see you. We, we see, see you. you. We got eyeballs. When we come back, quarantine the, don't matter. On the Colleen and Bradley show, we have some celebrities behaving badly. We're going to call them out. And call them names after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey, can I ask a question? I wish you would. All right, do you want to talk about fashion? Um, Oh, I was thinking about that, given what Holly just shared in the. um, Yeah, we'll get to like. You know, celebrities behaving badly, but this is kind of important, I think. Fashion masks is, I said fashion, but I was just giving her the prompt to see if she wanted to talk about it. Yeah, so (laughs) I have been reading some of the research around mask wearing, and, you know, early on here in the States, the directive was don't wear masks, and you know, that that might not actually minimize your exposure to the virus yeah, and there was some prevailing wisdom about what the mask actually does and one of the things people said was it might keep you from touching your face which is really important but some of the the later kind there's some other stuff coming out that maybe actually it does help to wear a mask in public and that in some of the countries where mask wearing during um different illness seasons is actually kind of common practice their COVID-19 outbreaks have been, have had a flatter curve. And so I was like, guess what, guys? I'm buying the fashion masks. And I went to Etsy and I bought a bunch of fashion masks. And I think, um, I'm glad you um, said something because I have um, been thinking about and have read a couple things as well that say, you know, the initial hesitation about encouraging people to wear masks was really more about supply um, and the fact that, they're needed by medical professionals. Exactly. And so you want to make sure that you're not buying something that is, um, you know, better destined for a medical professional. So those N whatever, what are they called? N92. N and a numbers. number masks, right? Yeah. Like the ones that healthcare workers can actually use, um, making sure that they have access to those so that you're not, you know, hoarding supplies or anything like that. But beyond that, this whole fashion mask thing, We've heard people say that they're not necessarily a medical um, device, and therefore, you know, it's not like we should be sending those all to healthcare professionals at this moment. Right. So it seems anyway like fashion masks are maybe something we're going to start looking at. Right. At least when you are out, you know, because as much as we social distance, we don't... um, uh, You're still coming into contact with people in, in a you know, a confined space. Right. So, yep, I bought a bunch and not a bunch. Like I bought reusable fabric ones that you can pop in the wash. And I bought them for myself and my husband and my loved ones, AKA you two. Thank you. Are we doing fashion masks in uh, the workplace? Um, You know what? I think let's, let's, yeah, let's do it. Why not? Let's lead the charge. Then we'll have a fashion Oh my God, do you know show. what you should be wearing? What? Actually, this is not going to... But I want you to take a, f- a photo when your fashion masks arrive with not just your fashion mask, <gasps> but your my face keeny. Oh. So years ago, face keeny. Face keeny. 
<laughs> years ago, there was this trend in China, of all places, oddly enough, coincidentally, mm-hmm. where people were wearing face keenies so that yeah, when they would go to the, the beach, skin of your face. it's this like scary ass mask because it only has holes for your nose, your mouth and your eyes. Mm-hmm. So that wouldn't be protection enough, but I feel like that would add to your protection. Sure. It certainly would get me some looks. People will stay six feet away from you. Also, my oh. face Keeney has a very loud pattern. Uh, and so I really, I, I want you to go to a, like the grocery store me. in your face Keeney. I mean, I'd do it. I walked around the Minnesota State Fair in my face, Keeney. That's true. Mm-hmm. Which, don't, let's not even go there. Oh, come on. We're not even, no. No. I just get nervous about it. Like, <sighs> uh, okay, I'm not going to do it. Okay. Please don't. Hey, let's talk about some celebrities yeah, behaving badly. We call them the bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag. Sorry to take us day. off topic. I just no, it's really, all good. When Holly mentioned that face mask thing, I thought we should talk. I do think it's really interesting, and it is certainly something. Oh, by the what I, I I do want to say for people who are like, where do I get one of them fashion face masks? First of all, you know, if you are handy at all, or like have or like have anybody that can needle craft for you, there are tons and tons and tons of patterns and easy tutorials online. Yeah, you could do um, your own. You would totally easily do your own, and actually, a lot of people are doing them with like old T shirts. And pro tip, I did learn this because sometimes people are like, I don't have elastic use hair rubber bands you're welcome uh then i know then um but but i did get some from etsy so that's where i bought a few from etsy i also got some from jane.com don't even get me started on how much i love that website all right now let's talk about a d-bag and this is i have to blame our blind items for this um because this story in and of itself is not debaggy, but it's the blind item that we read last week that makes it feel kind of debaggy to me. Okay. Matthew McConaughey has oh. yep, used his own social media to remind people to stay home and stay away from people, right? To social distance and to just, you know, live your best quarantine life. Yep. Um, he says we're at war with a virus and healthcare troops and first responders are on the front line fighting it every day. Um, and he's saying this over images of masked medical workers te- and children um, tending to their backyard plants and empty highways. And he says, let's join the fight by staying home. This is all, I believe, part of his um, Lincoln campaign. Okay. Here's the thing. Um. Remember the blind item we had last week about him? Yes and no. Okay, I remember I'll remind there was a blind you. item. It's that he brought his whole entire family oh, to the hospital yes. to get tested for COVID-19 yes. with no symptoms and was thrown around the do you know who I am yes. energy. Yeah. And so like I so again this is not fair and I'm recognizing that verbally. I just am conflicted because oftentimes our NT lawyer does preach some truths, right? Mm-hmm. And so I wonder about a person who is thinking that they deserve to be tested when they have no symptoms and take tests effectively away from people who do have symptoms and then is also like having a touchy feeling yeah. moment. 
Um, can I just about say coronavirus. the obvious? It's so obvious. No, that's what I was going to say. It's so obvious that, mm-hmm. oh, wait, you have a celebrity saying one thing and doing another. Right. Which is actually what that New York Times article right? was about that Which we just talked go about. Read. Yeah. It's in the opinion or the art section and it's called celebrity culture is or burning or something. Yeah, Celebrity culture is burning. Um, it's a great read. Agreed. Do, 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 do. It's um, a real great read. But. I guess it doesn't surprise me. That does, that is not a that doesn't that's not a really smart answer. No, but it doesn't. I get it. There you go. Do you have a d bag trainer? I do. Who is it? It's the View. <gasps> what are they doing? And I guess we should cut everybody some slack. Look, we're being sensitive in this time. Yeah. But tomorrow, here's the headline. Tomorrow. Mm. Kim Kardashian West joins us from Los Angeles to discuss how her family is managing while social distancing. Okay. I don't care. No, actually, can I rephrase that? They have that? a show. Can I rewrite that tease for them? Yeah. Real quick? Okay. Uh, tomorrow on The View, thirsty Kim Kardashian joins us to bring attention to the fact that their show is on again. Thank and you. it has low ratings. Thank you. We're using a pandemic and our privileged place in it. To tell the world about our privileged TV show that keeps us all far away from you, which is why we're not coming on the show, because we can't do that now because it's dangerous. So I'm going to go back to my restaurant in my basement. (laughs) I don't care. Exactly. Precisely. Thank you, Judy. Speaking truth right now. um, That was the tweet from The View today. And now look, this is when you're like, wow, wow. Fine, whatever. I don't even watch The View most days. I watch them through social media. Mm-hmm. I get it. But when I saw this, I was like, who's going? I got to tune in for that. Because okay. my question has been, like, in addition to what's the best way to wash my hands, how's Kim Kardashian? Is she okay? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Please, Ooh. I don't care. Come at me. Um, I think that part of it is because I'm like, oh, I'm... Also, we talk about dumb crap that nobody cares about. Yeah, well, guess what? Go find find the dumb crap that you want to listen to. There you go. I don't want to listen to Kim Kardashian mostly because I I don't care. I because she's already up my hoo ha Mm -hmm. most days. Mm -hmm. Like this is not the moment. You know who I would like to see how your family is managing this? Who? That's a good question. The Duggars. Uh, Zac Efron. Oh, like the celebrities Mm -hmm. that are not up. Uh, our noses all the time 24 7 yeah right like the ones where you're, like what's Meryl Streep doing oh yeah good question and huh? I would cut her some slack if she was like I am on my fancy bed in my fancy home mm-hmm. doing fancy things man we haven't even heard feeding from my cat's fancy That's feast true. I would I would be <laughs> I would be all about it right no you're it's so interesting I was having we were having Holly and I were having a conversation with a coworker earlier about social media during the time of pandemic and how like how people have a tendency during pandemic or during any kind of crisis situation to um look inward and then share that inward outward yeah think like under the assumption that everybody is curious about their life yeah and and i mean that is kind of what it's like to be a reality show celebrity, right? Yep. That's kind of how Kim makes money is that we have in the past shown that we did care about yeah. what goes on in no, there. No, she's she's earning it. She's hustling. I don't 
uh, you know, I don't blame her for doing it, but but you do start to see the actual frivolity and ridiculousness of it when you're in the middle of something like what we're in the well, middle of right now. Also, look, I don't got to be good all the time. If I just have a moment and want to be, you know, like I've had That's enough true. of Kim Kardashian, let me. Yeah, no, you feel that. I'm just saying, like, we all get to those moments yeah. where it's like, I realize that she has every right to do those things. Yeah. But I also have, have every right to we not have a show. Care. We have a show to do every day. And I got to find somebody who gets up my nose. And today <laughs> she got up my nose oh. because I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Preach, Judy. Do you think she... Um. No, I'm not. I don't care. Okay. We're done caring. Are you sure? <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you guys, it's spring break uh, in the Minneapolis public schools, and my children are on spring break. Um, and I'm trying to take them somewhere every single night. Last night, you guys... We went to Italy. Wow. But wait, not real Italy, right? Because Right. We went to YouTube that. Italy. Oh, and we cool. ate some Italy. Um, oh. I mean, we ate Italian. We I ate Italian? Carbonis. I had a pizza. Okay. Leave me alone. Oh, um, but so traditional. <laughs> I know. Authentic. And then we took a gondola ride. I'll tell you a little bit more about my spring break plans. And also, I'm going to need your help figuring out how to make tonight happen. I'll tell you our destination tonight when we come back on the Colleen okay. and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. But there's so much right going on inside on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And just because you're not in your car doesn't mean you can't listen to us. If you're out and about True. driving around and you're thinking, I don't want to get out of the car because then I have to stop listening to Colleen and Bradley. That's not true at all. You got all. a phone? Yeah, you got a phone? Listen. You, yeah, you got get get the app, download the app. If you got uh, an Amazon Echo, all you have to do is enable your MyTalk app. You can listen to us there. Uh, you can open up your computer and stream us online. We are in your earballs any place you need us. Earballs. You know what I mean, though. Yeah. Ears. Um, all right, anyway, uh, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Turner. Hi there, kids. Hi. So I told you about this yesterday. I also find it hilarious that we just got done ragging on celebrities that we were like, we don't need to know what's going on in your real life. And now we're doing a segment on what's going on in my real life. But I thought that this is something useful that everybody could participate in. So right now it is supposed to be spring break. Spring break is happening in the sense that my kids don't have distance learning or online school right now. Yeah. But it's not happening in the sense that we're not going anywhere. We weren't going to go anywhere anyway. Actually, we were going to take a staycation. But everything is a staycation now. So I was trying to think of ways to kind of make it fun Yeah, to be home. Yeah, you got to do that. I know. So I thought, okay, how can I take them on like a little journey every night? We're not going to go anywhere, um, but we can pretend to go somewhere and maybe learn something new about a different place or a different culture or a different activity. So last night we went to Italy. Listen, it was a short I I didn't have a lot of time to plan. I really came up with it on the way to work yesterday. So I had to kind of throw it in order very quickly. I thought, well, okay, we're going to probably have pizza. Let's just go to Italy. So we had some pizza. And then we watched a gondola ride in um, 
Venice. Did you all speak in an Italian accent? We didn't do that, but it was actually kind of cool because I don't know that they realized kind of what Venice was. Buongiorno. Right. (laughs) But they didn't know about like the canals and the gondoliers and all that kind of stuff. So it was kind of a fun little quick video. And, and, you know, we watched it together and kind of had a moment of like, that was neat. And I did say I'd like to go there someday, so we like added that to the list. So then this morning I said, played a little Topo Gigio. Mm, I did not do that. I did not do that. I should have (laughs) thrown some opera in there. But um, anyway, we did. But here's I said today to my youngest son Keller. I said, "Where do you want to go tonight?" And he said, "Tokyo." Thought, well, this would be fun. And I thought, okay, so little known fact, all three of us on the Colleen and Bradley show um, speak a little Japanese. Um, Bradley, you majored in Japanese, yeah, right? No, I mean, I can still understand a lot. My speaking has gotten much rustier. I, I understand how that is. I minored in it. And the one thing that kept me from a major was that I never studied abroad. So I never have been to Japan, which is weird, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I thought, okay, well, first of all, I'll teach them how to count to 10. That's fun yeah, and course. easy, and they can all do that. All sorts of language fun you can have. But what else can I do? I mean, you can take them all sorts of places. First of all, YouTube is full of 4K video of slow TV options. Slow mm-hmm. TV options are going to be good for you this week because slow TV is like, you know, they'll have all these um, like train rides that you can go on. Like you could do, I know you had mentioned the Shinkansen, mm-hmm. the bullet train. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you there are videos, videos, 4K videos that'll take you through the countryside on Shinkansen or on other Japanese trains so that you can see the countryside. But then I, I bet you anything um, that there are all sorts of like point of view videos for different um, tourist destinations, whether it's like Mount Fuji or mm-hmm. um, the Meiji Shrine in Tokyo, that would be one to look for because it's so beautiful right now. Um, I think this is actually that we're in the middle of cherry, cherry blossom. blossom season. Yeah. So um, if you go look on YouTube for cherry blossom viewing, so that alone would be, you know, totally worth your time. Um, Holly, you mentioned a place where there are cats. I think that that would be helpful. Yeah. In my ho- in my home. In Tokyo, there is a park called Ueno Park. And it has cats. It has cats. It, it has, has cats. cats. It has a large population of cats that just like to chill. So if you want to go and visit some cats in Japan, go to that park. You know what um what else is fun is there are tons of these videos Jamie and I have watched on occasion where um it's like street food, mm-hmm. like Japanese street food and also Japanese um like confection uh, mm. shops, they do these videos where it's just mesmerizing. You like you watch them make like because the Japanese are so meticulous about everything, right. and they love, for example, like if there's an amazing like p- loaf of bread, like it's going to be the signature loaf of bread for that town, and it's been that way for a thousand years. And there are videos that you can just watch of like these masters making, making these that. things, and they're just very soothing and calming. I love this. See, it's very cool. Like, um, the the this idea though actually was born out of what my Japanese teacher in seventh grade did with our seventh grade beginning Japanese class. Um, our our teacher we called her Murasaki Sensei. Um, that was her the her chosen name was Murasaki, which means purple. 
She loved the color purple. Purple teacher. But she took us on a trip. Like, that was the whole unit for one semester. We went on a trip in Japan. And, and in doing so, you learn things like, how do you get a ticket for the train? Mm-hmm. How do you ask for the ticket? How do you then, you know, pay for the ticket? How do you... So it, like... Yeah, you've got all sorts of... Real life. You know, we went to a fake restaurant and we ordered food. Um, and so I thought, you know, that was sort of what informed this idea of like, well, we can't go anywhere, but we can pretend to go somewhere. Oh, this is awesome. I think this is great. You can make some food. Yep. So we decided. Or I, so here's the other thing. I have to also be careful about food because we have uh, some food um, sensitivities and uh, what's the word? Preferences, mm-hmm. um, which are, you know, due to a lot of things. So. I thought, okay, what can everybody eat? So I'm going to make ramen, but not like, not like you're, you know, not the kind of ramen I ate all the way through college. Yeah. No, like you're going to like actual make ramen. Japanese yeah, ramen. No, that's awesome. Yeah. So I think it's just like, a, and I encourage anybody who's maybe looking for a little extra something fun to do with your kids to think of these types of activities. Cause my kids really did like, they were kind of not all the way into it last night. But then the fact that they had an idea or an opinion about it this morning. I wish I would have known because I could have brought you in all sorts of tchotchkes that you could, you know, little bits of Japanese culture that you could share. You know what we might do? Oh, I just got another good idea. Um, We can easily make a daruma. Yeah. Uh, And those are these dolls and you've seen them before. Um, And you paint in one eye. Right? Well, you make a you make a wish. wish. Yep, paint in one eye, and when the wish comes true, you, you paint, paint in the, in the other, other eye. eye. Exactly. So that's like something we can make at home. So here's a fun little. That's that's my little uh, Colleen's activity corner for you. Those of you with kids that are looking for kind of something new and unique to do, um, we're getting like a bunch of phone calls and texts. S- some of the phone calls are ghost calls. Oh, I love it when that happens. Yes, um, but somebody oh, did, these are good. Somebody recommended maybe Colleen that you guys check out. NHK, the Japanese state television oh, service. Perfect. They might have some fun shows. I love this. That and I, you and your kids can watch. We got two emails, one from somebody who said, I use Google Earth and you can take actual tours of some tourist yep. attractions that have 3D views. And do it on the TV because the then it'll just be that much bigger right. and more exciting. Uh, and then um, Joseph sent an email that says, Rick Steves, who Holly loves... <gasps> Has a whole slew of videos about different European countries that are designed just for educators. Deep dive any day of the week. So that's another fun thing. So you know, I just uh, again, um, I I know that the the kiddos are getting a little restless. I'm sure, and um, it can be hard as a parent to be creative because we're in our routines still, and also trying to maintain and create new routines. But this is something that will give us all an opportunity to play a little bit. Um, and I'm sure there's all kinds of different ways that people can be creative. And I know that there have been um, resources going around about ways that you can explore different museums and that kind of thing. Um, that's just my plug for the day. Get creative with yeah. the kiddos and, and have some fun. Um, it, it can be fun to play, right? And we have a little extra time to do it. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, what are you doing differently in your kitchen uh, now that we are all staying home? Are you cooking differently? Are you planning meals differently? 651-641-1071. We'll talk about that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. 
Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.